Once I became aware that celebrity culture is just observing others play a game of life, I realized that the most interesting life to observe is my own because it is my own. Now, what do I mean by this? I mean that celebrity culture is literally observing other people's lives. It is nothing more than that. It is a fascination with individuals based on who we believe they are and what we believe that they do. And sometimes there's more evidence than others. Sometimes there's just rumors. Literally, the, the worst of the worst of celebrity culture is those star magazines in uh, grocery stores in the 90s and early 2000s and BuzzFeed and shit blogs that post about um, celebrities all over the internet about rumors and pictures and basically creating stories about people that they don't know and that for some reason people care about. Now the reason that people care about celebrities is because they believe that they have some value more than just an ordinary person. They believe that what they do or what they have done is interesting. For instance, we'll take an actor. We'll say Ryan Reynolds. People follow him. People look up to him. People are intrigued when he comes to town and they spot him. And they see that as some sort of, there's some sort of value in that person. And you might say the reason be of that is because you're, you're a fan of Deadpool. You're a fan of The Atom Project. You're a fan of waiting. You're a fan of his tequila business. You're a fan of Welcome to Wrexham. For some reason, I know a lot about what Ryan Reynolds is doing. That's weird, eh? Um, I'm not a celebrity culture kind of person myself, but the reason that people are excited by a celebrity is because of what they have done. But what they're doing and what they have done is no more interesting than what you're doing. And I think that, I think the more boring your life is, the more obsessed you will become with things like this. That will, it's like a fantasy, right? It's, it's when you're, when your life is so mundane that you crave the excitement of a fantasy world, um, a world like Lord of the Rings or a sci-fi world like Star Wars or a superhero alternative universe like Marvel. These are big examples. And that's because there's some something lacking in your own life. And what I think is lacking in your own life is your perspective has changed because you have become accustomed to the amazement that is normal everyday life for you and you crave something different there is nothing more exciting than the day of ryan reynolds there is no there's no difference with the excitement i should say of a a day that ryan reynolds has than a day that you have it's a much different day but amazement can be found at any stage in any day of any person's life and any person's existence. It's about perspective.
It's about shifting your values and shifting what is interesting to you. We have created a world of complacency in our thoughts and behaviors and our awareness. And when that happens, we crave novelty, we crave excitement, and we see excitement in other stories being told and other lives being lived. Basically, there's no reason to to look at celebrities and think that they have more value than you do. It's like money in the way that it is belief that makes it so. It is not actually intrinsic value. So am I saying that all celebrities are equal in that way where that they are basically not important. I don't think that's true. I think that every single individual is equally as important and they all have a part to play. But they are only there because of who they are. We are only here because of who we are. Our lives are basically played out from beginning to end based on where we're born, who we're born into as a family and what kind of connections our family has what kind of circumstances and happenings and experiences we have who we meet along the way who we decide to form friendships with based on our preferences which have been all basically programmed into us from a young age what we like and don't like you know you look at children and how they make friends is I like going on the swings. I also like going on the swings. And there's a like in common. So then you do something together based on that like. And that is basically the the same thing that goes all the way into every relationship that you form. You have to have a connection. Otherwise, it doesn't happen. So is it programming to break free or try to break free of your programming? I would say yes, I would say it is. I would say that I would say that it is. And that's not a bad thing. Programming is not a good or bad thing. It just is. It just exists. And we are constantly rewriting our programming and some things rewrite it quicker than others. You know, it takes a certain type of individual to be open to experimenting with say a mind-altering substance that is known for expanding the world and ideas of the user i'm talking about obviously the the known psychedelics lsd mushrooms the dmt these kind of mind-altering and opening experiences those aren't even going to be options for some people Um, because of their programming and because of your programming for instance if you if you do try one of those they'll have a chain ripple effect which is reprogramming in a way but it only happened because of earlier programming of who you are so it's a product of your programming but it isn't necessarily a continuation it's you know 
obviously your adult programming isn't the same as your early childhood programming. Um, but they can nonetheless be an effective way to change yourself. I think we all have to accept who we are today and formulate an idea, a concept, because those are the those are the foundations of a plan to change. We have to formulate an idea of who we want to be and work and start to work towards that. That's basically a plan in motion. And we oftentimes don't know who we want to be or we have false ideas of who we want to be. And that can be from an idea of who others have been or continue to be. And who are we shown in this world but celebrities? A lot of us were not raised with role models or perhaps we were for a while but we've lost them. And we look to others you know there's this great jay-z line which um i don't know if it's from an interview or something i'll maybe try to find it but basically he said along the lines of you know because i didn't have a father i found my father in the streets and i was able to choose and pick who my fathers were and in that way he modeled himself after people that he met people that he saw and he created himself out of that. So that's, I think, another reason why celebrity culture is so interesting to people is because it can be this shining lamp light in this fog of your life if you are unaware of who you are in this world. But those are just generic generic ideas of what you can be and we are anything but generic we are unique we are all different it doesn't stop at the uniqueness of our fingerprint it goes all the way to every part of us our uniqueness and yet we can be lumped into things and that's what the ego is that's what formulation of I is. I am a fan of Tame Impala. I am envious of this lifestyle. I want to be this. Those are all things that can be that's that's how that's how a marketing agency looks at things. That's how a wow I'm just sitting here in the car in Toronto and I just saw somebody throw a full Slurpee at somebody on a bike and it just narrowly missed them and the person on the bike saw it barely looked around and just continued riding like casually wow the city is fucking crazy um that really distracted me because that was really wild just a random almost a assault <laughs> basically uh, anyway um, yeah we're unique I I just got so sidetracked by that that was really weird um, okay I'll try to continue on here but um, 
sometimes when I get sidetracked, I, I really lose my train of thought. But we are unique. We are individuals. We need to create who we are. And we need to take... I think, I think it's beneficial. I don't think we need to do anything, but I think it's beneficial for us to experience our own lives and not experience, not experience other lives unless that is somehow going to impact you. And you never know what's going to impact you. You never know, you know, that's why when you scroll TikTok or Instagram, you're you're hitting a slot machine because you don't know what the next post is going to be. It's been picked for you. You don't know what comes after the cherries. If it's the peach or the bar or the win, you know, it's a slot machine. <laughs> um, and uh, we don't know what's going to impact us in, in the, any way. And so that's what's crazy about opening ourselves up to the world is we don't know what the world is going to send our way. We don't know what it's going to feed us or if it's going to starve us or if it's good for us or if it's bad for us. We have no idea. And that's how agoraphobia can happen <laughs> because of the unpredictableness and the, the fear that comes along with unpredictable behavior. And... Uh, you know, we don't really know what's good or bad. We can have a bad childhood and become a good person. We can have a good childhood and become a bad person in the perspective of society or the perspective of ourselves or others that we value. Um, nobody is really right or wrong about anything. These are all just concepts and ideas and beliefs. You know, for the flat earther, the earth is flat because they believe it. And for the round earther, the earth is round. And guess what? It keeps on, the, the days keep on passing. The world keeps on spinning, whether you believe it's flat or round. And uh, you guys know which one I think, because I just said the world keeps on spinning. <laughs> but, um, you know, it's uh, it, our beliefs. It's so weird. It's this weird paradox where they they mean so much to us. And they affect us in so many ways, but they ultimately don't make that much of a difference to our lives in some ways too. But it's the only thing that we have is our thoughts and beliefs. Um, and it's the only thing that we can actively change. And I don't know if I believe in free will or not, but it doesn't really matter either way because... It doesn't matter if something is faded or if it's free will. It, it matters if you're making a choice to better yourself as an individual. It's the only thing that you can control and you can see results from, from it happening. You know, if you go and work out, if you make a choice to work out, you will see results from it, even if they are small. Even if they are small on the daily and large on the yearly, that is how results are for anything that matters. There is no overnight success. People are excited about monetary returns of 8% a year, 10% a year. That's very small amount if you think about it. But 
its huge amount over a long period of time. You know, I think it was uh, one of these brainiacs, um, Einstein or somebody that said, you know, compound interest is the most powerful thing in the universe. And it's true because it builds on itself. And when you better yourself, when you improve yourself, you are more capable to continue to improve yourself. And it, it's training a muscle. It's training a skill. And it becomes easier and easier. Even when you have setbacks, you can you already start from somewhere, at least. You start from that interest that you have built. I've said a lot in this podcast, but I've also felt a little bit disconnected because uh, I'm finding it hard to focus here because there's so much going on around me. So I hope to have brought some value to the listener here. Um, I appreciate you all for listening, getting some good response from the previous couple podcasts. Um, there's been some developments on the crypto Ponzi scheme that I'm interested in researching a little bit more. There's rumors, I don't know how true they are at this point, of uh, Buddy Hector, the um, leader of FTX, the CEO, Chief Executive Officer, which sounds like something in the military. I don't know why we use that in business. Uh, of, flee of him fleeing to Argentina, which, you know, wouldn't surprise me because he's definitely a criminal whether he gets convicted or not. But at this point, I think if you're fleeing, then that means that you know that you have committed a crime and that you are not innocent. So hopefully that guy um, gets his uh, just desserts or whatever the saying is. But, you know, the, the white-collar criminal like law system never really functions how it should. There's a lot of people making off with some pretty good deals after screwing over a lot of people. And it's hard to unscrew people once they've been screwed. That action has happened. You know, reparations is a word for that. And uh, reparations seldom leave people happy. And they often are given, well, they're given to, you know, it's like, for instance, if we believe in compound interest, if, if you take a 20-year-old and they have $10,000 in the bank, and you take $9,000 of that, and then you give them that $9,000 back when they're 28 or 25 or five years or 10 years have gone past, you give them that money back, even if you hedge for inflation and you give them extra for the inflation that has happened, they have lost a, a huge amount of ability because when you are younger, you can take that money and you can do different things with it that have huge butterfly domino effect um, happenings that, that create way bigger things later on in life. You know, when I was 17, I, I got a DUI. I crashed my car. I lost my job. So in one night, I... I, I not just went to the drunk tank, but I, I lost a job that was providing me money that I, I was saving to do something with, either travel or go to school. 
I lost my car, which was my ability to have a social life because I lived too far away from any of my friends. And it was the reason that I had the job. I was delivering pizzas at the time. And because I got a DUI, I got a $1,000 fine from the judge. And then when I wanted to get my license back, which I did within the year, I had to get a breathalyzer, which cost 300 bucks a month to get checked by the mechanic. I had to pay, what else did I have to pay? I had to pay uh, more for insurance. I had to pay um, just some some fee, like that was like three grand over a couple of years that was just because I was at higher risk of like incidents. And when I look back at it, I calculated it all up. It was, it was liberally, no, no, no. It was conservatively. That's, that's the expression I want. It was conservatively $10,000 gone as a 17 year old, as someone who was just graduating high school of thinking about post-secondary, of thinking about traveling, of thinking about building my business, of thinking about moving out, of doing all these things. $10,000 from somebody who did not come from a wealthy family, did not come from an established uh, a family with some sort of established ties to elevate my, my, my financial situation or my life goals and aspirations. You know, they did their best, but we weren't the Rockefellers. And that was a massive setback, $10,000 within, you know, a year and a half and a large percentage of that in the early part of the, the, that year for somebody at that time in their life affects them way more than if you were to lose $10,000 near the end of your life. If you have a 401k and you have a retirement plan and you have invested your money, you've saved that money. It's a huge difference. So that's why it's this weird life that we live where we make terrible decisions when we are young. Our brains are not developed. We have no concept of all the different aspects of life. We don't understand taxes. We don't understand um, investing. We don't understand certain social parameters, um, worldly parameters, what life is. We have very little to go on. And we gradually learn throughout the time. That's why experience means so much in this world. But we learn so much over time and we start making better decisions. And then we get so old that we stop making good decisions at all because we get dementia. <laughs> it's a weird, it's a weird world we live in. But if I can say anything to the young viewers, I would say, learn about your life, about who you are, who your family is, and what they came from. You learn your family history and learn about the world around you and learn about who you want to be in this world, how you want to be and what you want to do and think about the choices that you make save a bit of cash turn that cash into something it's very very important so i thank you all for listening thank you for listening to the podcast in general if if this resonates with you it should resonate with one of your friends you should have a friend that's close enough 
to have this resonate with them. So reach out to them, say, hey, I found this podcast. I don't know if you'll be interested, but I'm going to force you to listen to it. Put it in your ears. I mean, it's how these things grow and um, appreciate you all. Love you all. Thank you so much. Goodbye.